This is your daily drive wake-up call, reminding you that you are worth it. You can do hard things. Get out, hit the pavement, and be better than yesterday. Just your friend and fellow Aflac agent, Colleen Howard, here to educate, motivate, and remind you that you are not alone in the mountains high and valleys low of what make us the Aflac Nation. Hello, Sam. How are you? I'm good, Colleen. How are you? I am so excited. I'm like almost speechless because, Sam, you don't know this, but this is our 20th podcast on the Daily Waddle and your most veteran agent we have ever had on the podcast. So I am just so excited to get all of your wisdom and your knowledge in this career. How are you? Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, Colleen. I'm doing well. And I am so glad to be a part of this 20th episode. Um, That's a huge milestone for you. And I am so proud of you. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. And like you and I've talked a little bit on social media. We haven't really had a good conversation because we are in different regions, but in the same market. But like you are a fellow podcaster in the sense that we both love Crime Junkie. Is that true? This is very true. And if you were to take a look at my uh, podcast on my phone, you would be like, okay, is this somebody <laughs> I need to be worried about? <laughs> but, yes. but no, it's always been a fascination of mine with true crime and also being a psychology major in college. It's one of those things that just kind of really piques my interest. No, I love it. I, I, I'm sure we could have a whole other podcast just about the podcast that we listen to to get ready for work or to keep us going. But you know, we'll save that for another day. Go ahead and just give me the full introduction of who you are, starting with your name. Okay, well, my name is Sam Walker. Um, I have been with Aflac for 11 and a half years, and I am a district out of the Macon, Georgia area. Uh, Candace Jackson is our regional. And I have been a district with AFLAC for about a year and a half. So I started January 1st, 2019. Wow, that's incredible. So you I know kind of the the culture now is is get in, do a few years, get promoted, which is, you know, kind of my case. But for you, you were an agent for 10 whole years and then stepped up to Correct. the district. Do you, do you like that you waited? I sometimes I wish I waited longer to step up in the district role, but do you, did you enjoy all those 10 years? I did, you know, and it varies between, you know, personalities, you know, I, I built my book of business and as a seasoned veteran, you know, I have a huge book of business that now as a district, when I have new agents come in, I can just hand them a few accounts and just say, here, here's some accounts, go service them, um, write business, whatever you write, you keep a hundred percent and just have at it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and that's something that, you know, you can't go back and change the past and, you know, it's, it's new every day and you got to do what the upline is saying. But sometimes I am so thankful that I was able to get two years under my belt and walk straight into a district role. And then sometimes I'm like, man, I could have been a 
an agent for 10 years and then stepped into it. So I would have known all the things and had all the experience. So it, it just goes to prove that with Aflac, really anything is possible and, and timing and, and place is everything. So exactly. I cannot wait to get into just some of the information that you have. So before we really start, thank you for introducing yourself. But what is one of your favorite things about working with Aflac so far? I would have to say just the family feeling that we have as a team, as a region, as a market, you know, it could be one of those things you go out and you haven't seen some agents in six months, a year, uh, could just because of demographics where you are and you pick up where you last left off. So like if it was, kickoff or one of the parties or conventions and then you see them again the next year it's just like you have not missed a minute yes yes and since I am you know I still feel like I'm a new veteran but I have followed so many people including yourself on Facebook and social media so it feels like you know them and you're part of the their family even though you really maybe haven't had a great conversation with them, but then you get in person, you're like, Oh yeah, I know all about you because of Facebook or social media. And so I, I definitely agree there like that. The family value of it is something that I don't know about you, but my friends who work in other fields, they don't have a family everywhere, you know? So it's, it's so great to have that with Aflac. Well, correct. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it might change as you spend 10 more years and, and I'm sure you're, you're not going anywhere. You're going to stick with Aflac for uh, 10 more, if not more than 10 years, but you know, you might find something else that would be favorite later, but let's get into the topic. People come to listen because they want to learn and you've got so much in- info for us. So we want to talk today about inactive accounts. So go ahead and tell us like, baseline, you know, you're talking to someone who this is their first week with Aflac. What is an inactive account? Well, whenever I talk to new agents about inactive accounts, the phrase that I always like to tell them is, you know, this is an account that just has not had any new business written in quite some time. Um, In the Georgia, South Florida, North market, you know, we kind of go by that 18 month rule. So any new or any account that has not had any business written in a year and a half is then deemed inactive. And you can go in and talk to them, try to figure out what's going on, why, you know, why no business has been written and then try to write business and get it back active again. Yes. And sometimes, especially for me, I was really confused on, why accounts went inactive and a lot of times it was because the agent never went back and checked on them can you explain a little bit of maybe how an account goes inactive in the first place yeah so first thing that you that I always do is whenever I'm looking at my book of business so whether you are an agent that's been with Aflac for three years or 25 years you've got a book of business so what you want to do is you want to look at your that book and figure out which accounts are inactive. Once you've identified those accounts, then you want to identify the reason why they went inactive. And I've been able to pinpoint about three different kinds of inactive accounts. So the first kind is what you're going to see frequently if you're in a small town. It's a mom and pop store, 
five new or five employees that work there and they're very well penetrated and they're not going to hire anybody new unless somebody dies. Yep. <laughs> so that's the first one. So with that type of account, you just want to focus on servicing and staying in touch, going and doing their open enrollments every year and just be that servicing rep with the understanding, Hey, I'm probably not going to get any new business out of this, but there may be something in the future. Yes. And then the second type are what we see most frequently, kind of like what you already mentioned with the orphaned accounts. So those are the accounts that can go inactive for any myriad of reason. So whether the agent just never went back, the agent got promoted and moved out of the area, or the agent is no longer with Aflac and that account just somehow fell through the cracks and nobody ever went back in and talk to them. So when you do identify that, hey, this is an orphaned account, you want to set that one aside to try to rebuild that relationship. And then the third type of inactive account is the the decision maker just will not let us back in. You know, we have tried every trick in the book to get back in, but the decision maker just will not let us back in. So those are the three types of inactive accounts that I've been able to identify. No, I like that. No one's ever broken it down for me in the, you know, we've got three different pieces here, you know, identify which one for each of these inactive accounts. So I think that's an incredible way to really be able to identify because once you've identified what type it is, one, two, or three, you can identify how to help them or if they need help or maybe even what agent would be best at, you know, building that relationship or, or whatnot. So what does it look like? Let's let's pick, you know, type one, two, or three, you know, go into kind of the, the end of the day, we want to fix it. We want to make sure that they have good service and they have a relationship with an agent. What does that look like? How do you approach that? So, yeah, so I'll start with number two with the orphaned accounts. Um, First thing that you want to do with them is go see them in person. Um, You don't want to pick up the phone and call them. You actually want to physically go there. And I always would call it my apology tour. So you go in, you ask for the person that's on the invoice, and you just say, hey, you know, my name's Sam Walker. I'm with Aflac. I know you're an Aflac account, and that's actually what brought me in today. Your account came across my desk, and I know it's been some time since an agent has come in, so I just wanted to stop in and check on y'all and see how y'all are doing. And then you just ask them those questions, like, when was the last time you saw an agent? Who was the agent? And you let the conversation lead from there, and if you can find out, hey, it's been five years since we've seen an agent, and this was the last agent we saw, and you know that that agent's no longer with us, then you can proceed and say, you know, well, I do apologize, but that agent is no longer with us. As you know, with any business, there is turnover. So unfortunately, y'all's account kind of fell through the crack, but we want to make this right. So that point, you try to schedule that redecision maker conversation just to let them know, hey, these are some of the things that have changed in our business in the past five years. I know things have changed in your business, so let's have that conversation to see where we need to go and make sure we're still doing everything we need to be doing. 
I love that. The apology tour. That is, that's so good. And how does the business owner normally take that? Are they pretty receptive to it? Yeah, because when you, when you have a business owner, they understand, you know, turnover happens. And the, at the end of the day, they're going to look for somebody to take responsibility. And if you can take on that responsibility and say, hey, you know, I know I wasn't the cause of this, but I am representing Aflac. And first and foremost, I just want to apologize that this has happened. And if you've been with Aflac for like me, I've been with the company for 11 and a half years. And I'll just say, you know, I've been with Aflac for 11 and a half years, so I'm not going anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> unless they it. roll me out in a casket. That's the only <laughs> way I'm leaving. So I'm going to be here and I can promise you that this will not happen again. I love it. No, that's, that's so good to know. And now what about the, the third type? I know the mom and pop type one that you mentioned. I mean, it's so hard, you know, probably just pop in do those services, that kind of stuff, the quarterly services are, you know, every, every six months pop in, but like that third type that no matter what you do, they're not going to let you in. And I'm dealing with one now where it's like, email me this or email me that, or I'll email it to the guys or, or, you know, what is your best practices for how to still kind of be strong enough? You have Aflac, this is what we need to do, but also not too pushy that completely drives them away. That's kind of the balance for that type three that won't let you come in and see their employees. What is your best practices for that? Right. And that is a tough one, you know, because like you said, it's a balancing act. You don't want to push too hard, but then at the same time, you don't want to push too little. Yeah. So what you want to try to do at that point is schedule that redecision maker presentation with them. Just say, hey, and you can even use the pandemic that we're going through to give it that extra push and say, Hey, I know your business has changed a lot in the past six months. So has ours. We just want to come in and talk to you as the business owner, make sure we're still doing everything that we're supposed to be doing and remind them using the redecision maker site seller with the confidence notes that are found on Phil Four services and ask them the question. It's such a simple question. A lot of people don't even think to ask it. But when you're dealing with that third type where they won't let you back in, ask them, why did you initially say yes to Aflac? Yeah, that's so good. And once they get their your response, if they say something like, well, my aunt was diagnosed with cancer and I saw how good Aflac was during that time then you can kind of put it back on them. Well, if you saw how good it was and that was the initial reason why we put it in there, what has changed? Why are you not letting us back in? So it's just about digging deeper and asking those hard questions that a lot of people are scared to ask. Yes, y'all listening, you are listening to literally gold coming from his mouth that if you want a good career, take notes because... That is just straight the truth. And it's hard. It's kind of sometimes hard to dig and ask those questions. And it's hard to find that balance because you so badly want to write business and you have to hit your goals and you want that account to go from inactive to active and in your name or whatever the situation is, but you can't be too pushy. And that is asking the discovery questions like you just mentioned. And even if, you know, they're a little hard to ask, remind them why they have Aflac 
by asking them why they have Affleck. That is just so good. I wish someone would have told me that, you know, two years ago, right when I started the <laughs> business. So um, that that's great. My last question about the inactives is there has been a few times in my Affleck career where I'm given a list. And when I say list, it really needs to be list because it's a long <laughs> list of inactive accounts that are put across my desk. Like you mentioned, that's always what I say, put across my desk to go check on. And I found that when I was focusing on inactive accounts that were in someone else's book of business, but of course would have been switched to mine if I got them reactivated, I was focusing all my time on those inactives, but I wasn't focusing on building new relationships with businesses that were not accounts. So I was focusing too much on inactives, not enough of getting new accounts. So do you have any advice to that balance of, okay, there are a few accounts or maybe a long list of accounts that are inactive that I need to work on, but also we've got to get new accounts. What, what does that balance look like for you? And, you know, that is an easy trap to fall in because a lot of times people will say, well, it's so much easier just to call on inactive accounts because somebody else did all the hard work, you know, (laughs) and all I got to do is call them and try to set that enrollment time. Um, But what I would do to balance that act is separate those accounts from, you know, those accounts that are pre-tax and post-tax and focus each month on those that have that open enrollment coming up soon. And then that's still, so it's not an overwhelming experience and you can still get out there and focus on driving your new business and your new relationships because, you know, we're coming up on September 1st. So now Mm -hmm. we're looking at October open enrollments that happen during the month of September. So you may have two or three of those inactive accounts that have an October 1 start date. So focus on those while still focusing on building your own business. And it's not so overwhelming. Yes, that is also something I wish somebody told me a long time ago, because it does get so overwhelming. You're looking at it and you're like, okay, let me go talk to all these people today or this week or maybe this month. And, and that would have been such an easy way to balance that. So definitely gold advice any other advice or or wisdom you want to give us in regards to inactive accounts? You know, just when you come across that inactive account, like I said, I I can't stress enough, you know, go in, you know, if it really truly is an inactive account that has not been touched in years, apologize. You know, that is going to be one of the things that is going to separate you from everybody else. Because, you know, as business owners, we understand things happen, but we're looking for somebody to take ownership. And if you take ownership, even though it wasn't your issue, it wasn't your fault that that account went inactive, then that's going to mean the world to that business owner. Yeah, no, that's, that's incredible. And I, I, can speak for myself. I've been taking notes. I've got takeaways from this podcast. I might even have to re-listen to it to remind myself of all the things that, you know, the rookies listening to this podcast, they haven't been there and they haven't done that. And they're, they're trying to wade the waters and figure it out. But I love that we get to hear from you with all of your advice and be able to pick it up 
and run with it and just listen to this podcast, I know will make my business better. And I'm hoping the whole point of this podcast is that rookies can learn the things that have taken us years to figure out. And so thank you so much for giving us all of your info for inactive accounts. And as we end, do you have any encouragement or advice for rookie agents that you wish someone would have told you right when you first started? Well, the biggest piece of advice I have for new agents is, you know, the old saying, it gets better. You know, if you've been with Aflac for one day, one month, or you're coming up on your 12 month anniversary, just keep pushing on, just keep, keep, you know, going. Don't say, well, you know, this just isn't working you know, and if you do say this isn't working, take a look at your activity. You yeah. know, do you need to pump up that activity a little bit, but a little bit more because we've all been there. You know, I can remember being a new agent 11 years ago and thinking to myself, this just isn't going to work. And I'm going to give myself just one more day. And if I don't schedule any new appointments that this last day, then I'm going to call my district and say, you know, Hey, this just isn't working. But then when I look back on that time, I realized that the day that I did that, I worked harder. Yeah. And then I would always manage to schedule two or three appointments on that day. So that would give me something to look forward in the future. So good. It's at the end of the day, it's all about activity and mindset and motivation. And I think that's what almost every single veteran agent can say is that, you know, even the days we all have wanted to give, give up, like we've all been there. We get it. We know, but it does get better. And so I think that, you know, you're a loving testimony of that. And it's just such good advice for us to remember every single day, especially when we have a hard day, whether that's today or yesterday or tomorrow is, it does get better with time. So Sam Walker, thank you so much for joining us on our 20th episode for the Daily Waddle. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Your advice is always so wonderful. And I hope we get to have you back soon. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Perfect. Well, you guys have a great day. Go out, make today better than yesterday. We're out. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know you are going to hit the road and have an awesome day. I just wanted to remind you that all the tips, tricks, opinions, and lessons you heard on this podcast today are from independent licensed AFLAC agents and are by no means connected to AFLAC headquarters. We are just here to love on and encourage you. Thank you for tuning in to The Daily Waddle.